Hello there, and welcome to the Conscious Coping Club. I'm Lori Sharp-Page, and I'm bringing my experience as a psychotherapist, my baggage as a human, and my hunch that learning how to cope is going to be a lot more fun when we do it together. On this week's episode, we're exploring the feeling of grief, the coping skill of meaning-making, and the mental health resource of Viktor Frankl's transformative book, Man's Search for Meaning. So get ready to invest in your mental health right here on the Conscious Coping Club, where we cope better together. We're starting off today by diving into a deep ocean, one that is as vast and as variable as the seas themselves. It's an emotion that we all encounter at difference of our lives, and it's emotion that we often try to suppress or avoid. Today, we're talking about grief. I felt like it was important that grief be one of the first episodes because grief represents a nearly unbearable feeling. I think of it as the ultimate sniff test. If I don't actually address the really challenging things that we all cope with, I'm not really doing my job. I also think that it's important to bring up because it's a feeling I've been grappling with a lot this past year. And frankly, at times it really flipping sucks. But I've learned that it sucks more when you try to run from it or avoid it. Grief isn't something we can simply wish away or suppress until it disappears. It requires conscious coping, something I've had to learn and relearn. Grief is a natural response to loss. It's the emotional suffering you feel when something or someone you love is taken away. Often the pain of this loss can feel overwhelming. It's like being in a constant state of low tide. There are times when the waves of grief are so overpowering, they threaten to pull you under. But remember, it's okay to grieve. Grief will not consume you, but the denial of it will. It's okay to feel the pain, the loss, the void. It's part of being human. It's also, in my opinion, an act of honoring those we have lost. Grief demonstrates the power and the impact they had in our lives. Everyone deals with grief differently. There is no right or wrong way to grieve, but there are healthy ways to cope with the pain and more unhealthy ways. It's about making a point to actively deal with your grief. And honestly, sometimes effective coping does mean taking a break from it, living your life. And sometimes it looks like bawling your eyes out on the phone with your support system. And sometimes it just looks like a quiet, simple moment of acknowledgement and reflection. Just as everyone grieves differently, every grief is different. Certainly, we know of the profound grief when we lose someone we love, but there is also grief in change, small and large. Grief happens a lot around us. The question is not whether or not it is happening. The question is whether or not we will acknowledge it. We must learn to accept and acknowledge our grief to begin coping with it. It's worth noting that sharing our grief with others can be a powerful tool in our healing process. When we share, we don't only lessen our own burden, but we help those that are also sailing the same stormy seas. So here I am sharing my journey with you. It's also part of my healing. And if my journey can help even one of you, it would be worth it. Grief is a journey that takes us through waves of emotions. It's not a linear path, but a twisting, turning road with ups and downs. I want you to remember it is okay to grieve. It is okay to feel the pain and it is okay to seek help. Together, we can navigate the seas of grief and find a way to the shores of peace. And so if you find yourself adrift in those seas, please know that you are not alone. I am out there also shining my light for you. And I look forward to seeing your light shine back at me. Although grief is a boss of a feeling, we do possess a super power tool for dealing with it. Meaning making. 
Meaning making is the process of how people construe, understand, or make sense of life events. In my personal journey, I've come to realize that the way we make sense of the world around us plays a significant role in our well-being. Meaning making is not merely a philosophical concept. It is a fundamental coping mechanism. When we engage in meaning making, we interpret and make sense of our life events, and in doing so, we must mindfully confront them. We do it every day with every experience, but it becomes especially important with difficult or confusing situations. How we interpret these situations can change our emotional responses entirely. In my own life, I have a very deep grief that comes from my father's suicide. I carry his absence and this loss every day within me, but I have learned how to allow it to be a force for good in my life. I honor this grief by working every day to contribute meaningfully to our greater conversation about mental health. I support and prioritize this work because I have faced the depths of despair of losing someone to it. Don't get me wrong. This doesn't mean that it is easier to deal with or that it doesn't hurt. It's just as hard to deal with and it still hurts. But it also brings me purpose. It brings me vision. It brings me peace because I know I'm taking this great challenge and transforming it into something much more. I find this tool especially effective for when we have things or circumstances in our lives that we don't want, that we wish to change. For when we cannot change them, the only other option is to change our response to them. To apply meaning making in our lives, we must first acknowledge the significance of our experiences. There is no one size fits all approach to this because there is no one size fits all grief. It's a personal journey. When used mindfully, conscious meaning making is a powerful tool especially when you are faced with challenging times. So once again, here I am sharing my journey with you. And through this process, I'm not only making sense of my own experiences, but also hoping to inspire you to embark on your own journeys of meaning making. But before we leave today, I want to give you one more example of meaning making. My father died on July 6th of 2005. This year on July 6th, I put out my first official episode of this series. This date is a meaningful date to me, and honestly, most of the time, it's a real humdinger of a bummer, but not now. Now it's still that and also a day of celebration, a day I stepped forward into my own power and said, here I am, world, and here is my amazing work, conscious coping. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is making meaning. I'm so grateful that I was able to share this experience with you. I hope you can find some small or large ways to make meaning of your challenges today. There really isn't a profoundly empowering experience when we alchemize our challenges into our opportunities. Finally, today, we're exploring a treasure that has touched countless lives, a resource that is profound and is transformative. That's Viktor Frankl's book, Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search for Meaning is not just a book. It's an odyssey into the depths of the human spirit. Viktor Frankl was an Austrian neurologist, a psychiatrist, and a Holocaust survivor. His experiences in Nazi concentration camps shaped his psychological insights, leading to the creation of logotherapy, and thus his book, Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search for Meaning is divided into two parts. The first recounts Frankl's experiences in concentration camps, and the second introduces his psychotherapeutic method, logotherapy. This centers on finding the meaning in life, and it is a testament to Frankl's resilience. In his darkest hours, finding meaning, as Frankl suggests, can be one of the most potent coping mechanisms for dealing with life's challenges, and I agree wholeheartedly. In our current world, where external events often seem overwhelming, man's search for meaning provides a perspective that is ever-relevant. 
The book has become a deep anchor of hope, support, and yes, meaning in my own life. It is an accessible read, although at times a very difficult read emotionally. I recommend to any and everyone, whether you're going through personal trials or trying to make sense of broader societal issues, this book serves as a reminder that the human spirit can find meaning and purpose in all forms of existence. As we conclude today's episode, I encourage you to reflect on the meanings in your own life and how they shape your experiences. I also hope that you will try some meaning making on for size and see if it's an effective coping strategy for you. That's all for this episode of the Conscious Coping Club. Join me in this journey at ConsciousCoping.club, where we navigate the labyrinth of life together with intention, courage, and a sense of discovery. Make sure to like and follow for more great content. And until next time, don't just cope, consciously cope. Mm -hmm.